UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Basketball. We're about 20 minutes away from tonight's tip-off, and it's time for the PNC Bank pregame show. Brought to you by PNC Bank. PNC Bank for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Good evening, everyone, from Chippewa High School in Doylestown, Ohio. I'm Dave Mitchell on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Tonight, we have got basketball action for you. This afternoon, we had one game. It was a girls game, Waynedale playing Smithville. Tonight, we've got Waynedale boys action for you on UltimateSportsTalk.com as the Waynedale Golden Bears on the road to take on the Chippewa Chips. These teams are so close yet so far away. The first game, well, it went into overtime. They both have overall records of 6 and 7, but in the Wayne County Athletic League, they are totally different. Waynedale is at 4 and 4 in the conference. They're tied for third. We'll go over the conference standings here in just a little bit. While the Chips are 1 and 7 and in last place in the Wayne County Athletic League. But don't let that record deceive you because the Chips are a team that can be very, very dangerous come the second half of this season. But on the other hand, the Waynedale Golden Bears, well, right now they have turned their bite into a whimper. And they are looking to get their mojo back here this evening as they have lost four straight after losing to Northwestern last night, 75 to 48. Derek Koch in the middle for the Northwestern Huskies was a beast. He had 24 points in the ballgame, 20 of them coming in the first half. He really didn't need to score in the second half. He just kind of set back and rebounded for Mark Alberts Jr.'s crew. He had 23 rebounds overall in the ballgame. Four assists, four steals, two blocks, just an ordinary night for the big guy from Northwestern who is going to Bowling Green next year. Drew Hostetler for the Bears, the sophomore guard. Probably a sign of better things to come. He had 13 points in the ballgame last night for Waynedale. The Bears' defense was probably as solid last night in the first quarter as they have played all season long. They got into the face of Northwestern, and at the end of the first eight minutes, they were tied at 12 each. But Northwestern made adjustments and went on a 26-6 scoring spree in the second quarter to pull away and lead by 20 at the half. Currently, the Bears are last in the conference in defense by almost five points per ball game. And they need to commit to the defensive end like they did last night in the first quarter to improve. Over the last four ball games, the Bears have been outscored 282 to 184. Almost a 100-point deficit. That's 98 points. A difference of 98 points or an average score of 70 and a half to 46. And what's hard to believe is that both these teams coming into tonight have an overall record of 6-7. and seven. Yet, as we said, there's a three-game difference in the conference. The Chips, they're really a hard team to figure out. I talked with their head coach, Lee Foster, earlier this evening, and Lee said, you know, we're not as talented as we were last year, but this is probably the funnest group that I've had to coach this season, and they're really receptive to everything that he brings to the table, which is a good thing. He is in for Foster, his third year as coach of the Chips, and they're really starting to fit his system in well, and these are his kids that he has brought up through the junior high level. They are last in the conference in scoring, which is totally different than it's been for the last couple of years, but they have not won back-to-back games all season long after the first two. They started out 2-0 and 
But then since then, they haven't won any back-to-back games. Yet, on the other hand, they have not had more than a two-game losing streak all year long. They've not gotten on a hot streak yet. Every team gets on one. Waynedale had theirs earlier. Norway got on one. Northwestern's on one right now. They've won five in a row. But that's what makes Chippewa very, very dangerous heading into the second go-round of the Wayne County Athletic League because they are looking for their hot streak. And if they catch on, boy, look out for this Chippewa team. Of course, these two teams met earlier this year on December 16th over at Waynedale. And the Bears came out ahead in overtime by two points, 53-51. to 51. Nine players scored for the Bears in the win, and that's got to be their formula when they win ball games. They've got to get a lot of scoring from a lot of people. They trailed the entire game, but then in the fourth quarter, forced overtime, finally winning by stopping the Chips' last-second shot for the victory. Derek Reber for the Golden Bears had 11 points last night to pace them. Adam Mullet and... Ryan Weaver each scored eight in the ball game, and the Chips were led by Spencer Bailey with 12 points. Now, both of these teams are coming in off of losses. Chippewa fell to Norway last night by 12, 58 to 46. Brock Lindemann had 14 points to lead the way for the Chips. Meanwhile, as we said, Waynedale lost their fourth straight last night to Northwestern by a final score of 75 to 48. The junior varsity game is going on right now, and the Chips are going to win it as right now as the buzzer is going to sound, and that will be it. Chippewa wins the ball game in the junior varsity affair by a final score of 57 to 43. So the Waynedale junior varsity squad goes to five and nine overall. Like we said at the top of the broadcast, this is our second game today on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Our first game was the Waynedale girls game earlier this afternoon. We'll be back to talk about that. Wrestling, we'll preview what's happening tonight around boys high school basketball. I'll tell you what happened in girls basketball action this afternoon. And on top of that, we've got a special pregame interview with Adam Mullen. All that coming up when our PNC Bank pregame show continues after this timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. PNC Bank. Well, it's always fun to come over to Doylestown to Chippewa High School and do a basketball game, whether you're watching it or broadcasting it, because the fans are so cozy, and the student body has so much fun over here, and you never know what kind of officiating you're going to get. For example, in the JV ball game, hard to understand how some of the game was called, but nonetheless, Waynedale ended up losing it this afternoon by the final score of 57 
243. But Drew Conyers always a very gracious host over here at Chippewa High School. As far as the Bears are concerned, where it comes to wrestling, well, they're the number one seed in the state dual team tournament that is going to start on Wednesday at Waynedale High School. The regional quarterfinals will be there, then the semifinals and finals will be on February 1st, and the state semifinals and finals are slated for February 12th in Columbus. The Bears are the number one seed in Region 19, Division 3, and that is why they get to host the first round of the state duels. And again, that's coming up this Wednesday night at Waynedale High School. Well, this afternoon in girls' basketball action, the Waynedale Golden Bears won a ball game and ended up snapping their five-game losing streak. They defeated the Smithville Smithies this afternoon by the final score of 57-46, to and that snapped, that, like I said, that five-game losing streak. Maggie Comlins, Emma Cannon, and Lexi Weaver were simply outstanding for the Lady Bears. They combined for 42 points in the ballgame, the three of them. Koblenz had 21, Cannon had 18, and Lexi Weaver had 13 in the ballgame. And Maggie Koblenz grabbed 15 rebounds in the game, Emma Cannon 8, and Lexi Weaver 3. Emma Cannon was our Lem's Pizza star of the game as she had those 18 points, 2 of 6 from the charity strike, and she had 3 or two three-pointers, excuse me, in the ball game, along with those eight rebounds. But of those eight rebounds, six of them were offensive rebounds. So the Bears win it 57-46. to Their next game is coming up this Thursday night at Hillsdale. And, of course, you can hear that right here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. We've just got partial scores from earlier today around the area. As a matter of fact, we don't have a lot of scores. And if I go to my sheet, maybe I can pick up some others, but around the area, Black River defeated Hillsdale 70-31, to was Triway getting by Tusky Valley 48-44, Tusla over Fairless 48-29, to and it was Orville beating CBCA by the final score of 68-58, to and let's see if I can track down any other scores here this afternoon, Crestview defeated Mapleton 65-58, to was West Holmes over Mansfield Senior, 60-53. to Ashland edged Madison Comprehensive. Excuse me, that's a boys game, 62-60. to And that's a look at girls basketball from this afternoon around the area. Now, there's some boys basketball games that are going on tonight. Let's take a look, though, at what happened last night around the conference, and then we'll check out the conference standings. Last night in the WCAL, was Dalton over Rittman 58-43. Norway defeated the Chips 56-44. And it was Smithville over Hillsdale 71-57, while Northwestern beat the Bears 75-48. So that means if you take a look at the conference standings heading into tonight's action around the area, Northwestern still on top by a game over Dalton. And guess what? Those two teams play tonight in just about 20 minutes from now over at West Salem. Northwestern 7-1. and Dalton 6-2. and two. And then there's a log jam for third place. Rittman, Waynedale, Smithville, and Norwayne are all at 4-4. Four and four. And then Hillsdale goes to 2-6. And, and Chippewa, heading into tonight's game, is at 1-7 on the season. Elsewhere around the area last night outside the conference was Mansfield-St. Pete over Loudonville 71-55. Orville beat Triway 61-49. CBCA edged Tesla 48-46. And West Holmes Hansfield Senior 60 to 53. Worcester, by the way, beat Mount Vernon 66 
to 35. Today in boys basketball action for this evening, that Dalton Northwestern game. We'll try to keep you abreast of what happens on that one. Rittman is at Hillsdale, and Norway will be at Smithville. Elsewhere, Loudonville is at Black River. Grafton Christian goes to Central Christian, and Highland will be at Triway. We're about 10 minutes away from the tip-off of tonight's ball game between Waynedale and the Chippewa Chips over here in Doylestown. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back to preview tonight's ball game and talk with Adam Mullen right after this timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with Virtual Wallet. Simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Welcome back to our PNC Bank pregame show here from Chippewa High School because tonight the Golden Bears are taking on the Chips in the second game of their two-game set with them this season long. If they play again, it will be in the tournament coming up at the end of February. Well, the Chips are 6-7 and seven overall. They are 1-7 and seven in the Wayne County Athletic League and in last place. Head coach Lee Foster in his third year, 25 wins against 34 career defeats. They are 4-2 and two here at home. Chippewa has been the model of inconsistency this year. One game they'll score with highs of 90 points and 85 to just giving up 36 to Smithville. Then there's the bad, scoring just 34 against Dalton and giving up 71 to Hillsdale. But offense really has not been the problem. They have just been last in the conference in scoring. So they really need to start getting their scoring attack back in form. And they've not won back-to-back games this year since the opening two games of the season. But then again, they haven't lost more than two games in a row this year. Last night they fell to Norway 58-46. The Bobcats went on a 14-5 spurt in the third quarter to knock out the Chips. Brock Lindemann had 14. Stephen Rose finished up with 11. And in the first game, between these two ball clubs, the Chips led practically from start to finish until the Bears managed to tie things up in the fourth quarter when they lost a five-point lead. Then the Chips ended up losing the game in overtime by two. In that ball game, Spencer Bailey and Ben Epling were in double figures while the Chips had balanced scoring throughout their lineup. They come into tonight's game averaging 52.6 points an outing and giving up 53.2. The Bears, on the other hand, they're 6-7 and seven overall, 4-4 four and four in the Wayne County Athletic League, and they are 2-4 and four on the road. The Bears lost a shot last night to pull themselves back into the conference league chase when they fell to Northwestern 75-48. to 48. Adam Mullet is our pregame interview here tonight, and we talked to him about the goals for this team throughout the remainder of the season. Adam, before tonight's game, first of all, talk a little bit about your senior year. I know with the two games that you missed, but have you been satisfied with the way that you've played this season? Uh, I mean, there's always room to get better, but as far as uh, I could always get better in being efficient in my free throws, but um, yeah, I will always improve. Um, Passing the ball better, a lot of my teammates, and maybe finishing better halfway through the season. So, yeah, those are some things I can improve on. I'm going to take credit for your free throws for one night. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you there. <laughs> All right. Talk a little bit about the two, what a lot of people would consider the two best centers in the league. I happen to think you've got the best post moves in the league at center, but that's just my opinion. But when we look at Nate Wyman, 
and Derek Koch. How do you compare the two, and how do you get ready to play those two when you face off with them? Um, I think they're both on about the, about the same level as far as like just being quote unquote good at scoring and like being good at the game. But um, Derek more uh, annihilated. Like he he uh, he's more of a complete player, I'd say. He passes the ball better, uh, sees offensive better. But um, I think Nate's maybe a better scorer and better rebounder, maybe. But um, yeah, they're both. Yeah, I'm gonna be uh, proud to see I played against them. They're both really good. I mean, Coke goes outside more than Weinman does. Yeah, yeah, way more. That's more. That's part of his game, actually. So yeah. Yeah. Where did you develop the post moves that you've got? I mean, you've got that that spin move down on both sides, down pretty pat. That's all, Coach Geyser. This last spring, he really worked on me. I like last year, I didn't have any of those moves, but he really worked on my footwork, uh, telling me where what spot to get to. But yeah, I, I gotta give all, Coach Geyser all that credit. You know, he knows what he's doing out there. Are you satisfied? where the team is right now or do you think it could get better? Oh, not at all. We can, I know we can way, be way better. I mean, if you look at what we did and uh, we were 6-1, and one, uh, went on a 6-1 run, like, and games-wise, we were moving the ball, just knew we should have were. It just, once you uh, get in the flow, like, we're out of the flow right now. We'll, we'll get back in it halfway through, but we'll improve. How much did you missing the two games, Camacho missing that game, I kind of threw you guys out of sync? Um, I mean, maybe a little bit, but you gotta think that on a, on a team like ours, like there's no one that really sticks out that much. So we have to next man up. That's our philosophy. Next man up, you gotta step up. So maybe a little bit, but not that much. It's it's more of a for this team. It's more of a team effort, more passing the ball and getting open to your spots and everything like that. So yeah. What do you think the key is for tonight against this Chips team? Um, move the ball a lot. Move the ball out. The last couple of games we haven't really moved the ball enough, and but the big thing is defense. I think a huge thing is defense. We uh, we need to know our rotations. We need to be better, and uh, yeah, that's that's a big key. Defense. Good luck tonight, Adam. Thank you. Bears come into tonight's ball game averaging just under 57 points a game, and they're giving up 65 points an outing. So the keys for tonight's game, you heard what Adam said. Let's talk about what I think they're going to be. The Bears have to get back to what they have been successful at, and that is balanced scoring and defense. They've got to improve the defense throughout the rest of the year. As far as the chips are concerned, they need to stop the three-point shots of the Bears and control Adam down low. It is Waynedale 6 and 7, 4 and 4 in the conference against Chippewa on the road here at Doylestown, 6 and 7 overall and the Chips are 1 and 7 in conference play. I'm Dave Mitchell. The tip-off and the starting lineups are next on ultimatesportstalk.com. You've been listening to an ultimatesportstalk.com presentation of the PNC Bank pregame show, brought to you by PNC Bank. For the achiever in you, PNC Bank National Association member FDIC. The game is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Need a full-service construction firm? Yoder Builders in Oroville specializes in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Make a new man cave in that dingy basement. Add on a new sunroom or deck. Yoder Builders in Oroville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Call Yoder Builders in Oroville, 330-684-1050, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Steven Spidell for the three, got it. 
Miller drives right of the lane. He's going to put it up on the rim and in. Top of the key, Camacho. Drives left of the lane, put it up with the right hand on the floater. Got it to go. Rebound, Reaver and Carlson. Reaver struggled it away from it and put it up and in. Weaver top of the circle, three seconds. He's going to shoot the three. He banked it in. Weaver banked it in at the buzzer, and it's over. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents... Waynedale Golden Bears High School Basketball. This game is being brought to you by Miller Custom Exteriors, Troyer Signs, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, Deb's Den in Apple Creek, Weaver Custom Homes, Reaver Mill Transport, Playzac Kitchen in Apple Creek, Troyer Roofing, The Spidel Funeral Home, Yoder Builders, The Harvest Market in Apple Creek, The Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg, Ivan Weaver Construction, Murphy's Promotions, The Apple Creek Drive-Thru, Casa de Sassi, and The Shout Brothers Farm. Now, let's go to the floor for tonight's Waynedale Golden Bears High School basketball game. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Chippewa High School in Doylestown, Ohio. I'm Dave Mitchell. Welcome to a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Basketball action here tonight as the Waynedale Golden Bears hit the road to take on the Chippewa Chips. Waynedale 6-7 and seven overall. They are 4-4. Four and four. In conference play. Meanwhile, the Chips come in. They're six and seven overall, also, and they are one and seven in conference play. Both of these teams are coming in off of losses from last night. The Chips fell to Norway by the final score of 58 to 46. Meanwhile, the Bears, well, they were beaten at home by the Northwestern Huskies by a final score of 75 to 48. These two teams met earlier this season, and that was over at Waynedale on December 16th, when the Bears pulled out a thriller in overtime, 53-51. to We'll check the starters and have the opening tip-off of tonight's game from Chippewa after this timeout. Since 1970, Ivan Weaver Construction in Fredericksburg has been a general contractor, earning a reputation for honesty and integrity. They instill those two words into every job. Ivan Weaver Construction is committed to providing quality construction services, specializing in functional buildings at the best possible value. At Ivan Weaver Construction, the goal on every project is to provide first-class, timely, knowledgeable service. Working to build long-term relationships, Ivan Weaver Construction in Fredericksburg, 330-695-3461. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products. Pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. 
Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium-high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. Well, if this game is anything like the first matchup over at Waynedale, this one should really be a good one here tonight from Chippewa High School. Let's check the starting lineups. First of all, for the visiting Waynedale Golden Bears, who are six and seven on the season, four and four in the Wayne County Athletic League, coming in after last night's loss to Northwestern, 75 to 48. They will start at one forward, Steven Spidell. Spidell averaging four and a half points per ball game. At the other forward will be Derek Reber, number 11, a 6'3 sophomore. Reber is averaging 12 points an outing. In the middle is Adam Mullet, our pregame guest. He is number 41, a 6'3 senior. Mullet comes into tonight's ball game averaging 10 and a half points per ball game for the Bears and eight rebounds in a fair. Ryan Weaver will be at one guard for the Bears. Weaver, a 5'10 junior. Ryan averaging four points per ball game, and he's averaging 3.3 rebounds per game. And at the other guard will be the point man, Colton Purdy, number 10, a six-foot senior. On the year, Purdy has hit 29 three-pointers this year, shooting at a clip of 44% from outside the arc. He's got a season high of 19 this year. He's averaging nine points per ball game from the point guard position. So again, it will be Steven Spidell and Derek Reber at the forwards. Mullet will be in the middle. Ryan Weaver and Colton Purdy at the guards for the Bears, who are coached by Kevin Stacy in his first year. Six wins, seven defeats. He is assisted by Rick Geyser. The Bears averaging 56.3 points per ball game and giving up 64.8. Now for the Chippewa Chips. Let's check out their starting lineup. And it has changed just a little bit from when they played the first time. At the forward position will be number 23, Connor Hunsell. Hunsell, a six-foot senior. He had two points in the first ball game. Spencer Bailey at number 33, a 6'2 junior, will start at the other forward. Spencer Bailey had 12 points to lead the way for the Chips. Ben Epling will be the man in the middle, number 34, a 6'3 senior. Epling had a double-double for the Chips in the first game. He had 11 points and 11 rebounds. At the guard positions, Stephen Rose, number 3, he's a 5'8 junior. Rose had 9 points in the first outing. And at the other guard, Brock Lindemann, Lindemann, a 6'0 senior. He had 8 points in the first game, and he had 14 points last night against the Norway Bobcats. So it's Hunsell and Bailey at the forwards, Epling in the middle, Rose and Lindemann at the guard positions. If you recall, Charlie Henniger started in the first game instead of Lindemann, and Henniger had seven points against the Bears, but he'll come off the bench tonight. Chippewa is coached by Lee Foster in his third year with the Chips. 25 wins, 34 defeats. He's assisted by Justin Greenfelder and Tom Hegarty. And if you heard me talk about speaking with Lee Foster before the game, he said this is his funnest group to coach with since he has been at Chippewa. And he has also said that they're starting to get his system down and he feels this team can really make some noise in the second half of the year. Chips, well, they play their next game on Tuesday night against the Mapleton Mounties. Meanwhile, the Bears will be off until next Friday night when they come home to take on the Smithville Smithies. 
Chippewa averaging 52.6 points per ball game, and they're giving up 53.2 this year. Bears won by two in overtime on December 16th over at Waynedale, so this one, they're set to go. Chuck Eicher, Stan Farson, Nathan Lee are the men blowing the whistles here tonight. Bears in their road brown uniforms with white numerals and gold trim, while the Chips are in their home white uniforms with blue numerals and black trim. We are set to go. Bears will be going from right to left across your computer screen. In the center circle set to tip this one off is Epling and Reber. Ball is in the air and the Chips control the tip into the backcourt and we're underway from Chippewa High School in Doylestown. Into the front court is Rose. Rose on the right hand side gets it down on the right baseline to to Hunsell. Hunsell puts up the shot. No good but the rebound taken down by Epling and Epling Gets the bucket, the first two of the ball game, and the Chips lead it two to nothing. Full court pressure put on by the Chips. Purdy into the front court. Now gets it off to Ryan Weaver, and Weaver inside the center circle will set up the offense for the Bears. Chips start out in the man-to-man. Weaver on the left wing goes to Reaver. Reaver looking underneath between the legs. Dribble inside the arc on the left side. Back to Weaver, top side. Now to Spidell. Spidell on the right of the front court to Weaver. Left wing now to Reaver. Looking underneath for somebody. And now flashes out to the right side to Weaver in the right corner. Weaver spins to the baseline. Back out to Purdy. Top of the circle. Around a pick by Spidell. Over to Reaver on the left side. Bounce pass to Weaver at the line. On the left baseline to Mullick. Got the ball knocked free, but he got it back. Now he's backing in against Epley to the left block. Turns into the lane. Put it up on the rim. Falls off. Rebound taken down by Stephen Rose. He'll bring it up two on two fast break. And now peel it off on the left-hand side. Out front to Hunsell. Down on the right baseline. It goes to Lindemann. Now back out front to Rose for three. Hit the front iron. Nope. And Adam Mullet will take down the rebound for the Bears. Mullet got his headband knocked off his head by Lindemann. And he adjusts that as he dribbles it up. And now gets it off to Purdy. Back to Mullet on the right baseline. Inside the arc from 17. Hit the front iron. Nope. And the rebound will be taken down by Lindemann. Lindemann gets it up the floor on the left-hand side to Hunsell. Hunsell down inside the arc. Down to the left baseline. Spinning inside is Bailey. Kicks it back off Tried to get it underneath to Hunsell, but he couldn't get it to him, and he turns the basketball over, and the Bears come the other way. Reaver down on the right baseline to Spidell for three. Won't go, and the ball taken down off the glass by Lindemann again. He'll bring it up the right side and hand it off to Rose. Rose guarded by Weaver for the Bears. Rose now dribbles inside the center circle from right to left and goes on on the right-hand side to Bailey on a nice backdoor cut to the bucket by Hunsell. Nice feed by Bailey, and it is 4 nothing. As Hunsell puts in his first two. Purdy into the front court. Knocked free. Away from Reaver. Picked off the floor by Rose. Up the floor to Hunsell. Laid it up and in. Hunsell with four. Bears have turned the ball over three times early here. And with five and a half minutes to go in the first quarter, it's 6 nothing. Chippewa into the front court. Purdy gets it off to Reaver between the circles. Reaver now goes back to Purdy on the right side. To the right baseline to Mullet. Mullet's going to shoot the two-pointer with his feet on the line. And it's no good. And the rebound taken down by Lindemann again. He'll bring it up on the run right in front of us. We're to the right of the scorer's table tonight on the near side. Just to the left of the Wayndale bench. With it is Rose. Hands it off to Hunsell. Hunsell top of the circle. Hunsell with the basketball with the right-hand dribble. Standing out front trying to set up the offense. Gets it over to Rose. Rose is going to drive to the bucket on the right side. Lay it up and in. Rose split the defense. He's got two, and it's 8 nothing. Chippewa. Bears against that 2-2-1 full-court pressure. Weaver trying to dribble through it. Got the ball knocked free. Stolen away by Epling. Epling will bring it up the left-hand side. Gets it off on the right-hand side. Now to Rose. He'll lay it up. No, but a foul will be called on the Bears. 
and it will be on Colton Purdy, and that will be his first and the first against the Bears as a team, and Rose will go line right, shooting the two shots. He's got two points here this evening of the eight, and make it three points of the nine as he hits the first of the free throws. JV game went to Chippewa tonight by 14 points, 57-43. Second one by Rose, rattled at home. Rose has got four in the ball game, And it's 10-0, chips on top of it. With the basketball is Weaver. Now gets it over to Purdy. Purdy back to Spidell, into the front court to Weaver. Weaver between the circles, picks up the dribble. Can't find anyone, now lobs it sideline right to Purdy, all alone for the three, overshot it. Rebound, Mullet, reverse layup to the right side, good. Mullet with the offensive rebound in the bucket, and the Bears finally score. It's 10-2 to with 4.15 to go in the first quarter of play. Into the front court, from left to right, comes Rose for the chips. Hands it off to Hunsell. Hunsell between the circles, sideline right to Henniger. Now gets it off to Hepling. Hepling, right block, put it up, partially blocked by Mullet, and it's pulled out of the air by Spidell. Gets it up the floor on the right side to Purdy. Now to the top of the key, to the left wing to Weaver. Weaver dribbles left elbow, back out to Purdy. Left wing, three drilled it! Colton Purdy with his first three of the night, and it's 10-5. Bears have scored five straight, and the chips with the basketball, 3.42 to go in the first quarter. With it is Rose, sideline left, now between the circles to the right side of the lane. He's going to drive in right behind Reaver, and he got the basketball down on the right baseline to Spencer Bailey, but Bailey was standing on the baseline when he grabbed the basketball, so the turnover gives it back to the Bears. Manny Camacho into the ball game for Steven Spidell. First turnover of the night on Chippewa, 10-5, and they go back to that 2-2-1 full court pressure. Reber up the floor all the way to the left sideline to Camacho, and then Manny, trying to make a move to the bucket, stepped on the sideline and out of bounds. So the turnover gives it back to the Chips. 6-1 turnovers in favor of Waynedale, which is a stat you don't want to be in favor of. Up the floor on the right side, it is... Lindemann, Lindemann going to the bucket, a lot of contact, but Mullet got away with it and blocked the basketball out of bounds, and the Chips will have it back underneath their own bucket on the left-hand side. Putting the ball in play is Rose underneath. Now he gets it back outside to Hunsell, and the bucket is good. Hunsell made the shot, or check that, Bailey made the shot left of the circle for three, and Chuck Eicher's going to check everything out, and let's see what the call is going to be. And it will be a good bucket by Bailey. So they'll count it. And then a foul is going to be on Waynedale, Derek Reber. First three of the ball game by Spencer Bailey makes it 13-5. to And Derek Reber picks up his first personal. And the second team foul against Waynedale. So the Chips get the ball back. Right side Bailey again for 15. Got it. Bailey with a five-point play virtually. He's got five, and it's 15-5, Chips. Again, the full-court pressure. Camacho got the ball stolen away, and then a double-dribble call against Spencer Bailey. Looked like he had stolen the ball from Camacho, but then he turned the basketball back over. 3.05 to go in the quarter. 15-5. Chips on top of it, and Reber puts it in at midcourt to Camacho. Camacho with it, dribbles right side. He's running the point now. 
Purdy at the top of the circle. Dribbles down to the left side to the baseline. Spins it back outside the arc. Left of the circle to Weaver. Top of the key to the free throw line from 15 feet. He'll shoot it. No good. And the rebound taken down by Spencer Bailey. And the ball was knocked free by Ryan Weaver and out of bounds. But it will stay with Chippewa. 2.47 left to go in this first quarter. Rose will put the ball in play. He's played the entire quarter for the Chips. In the backcourt, Hunsell up to Rose across the timeline. Now it goes to Bailey. Bailey in the left corner. Gets it off to Lindemann. Down into the right corner. Went right through the legs of Bailey and out of bounds. Hunsell's pass was just a little too hard to handle for Bailey down in the right corner. 2.34 to go in the first quarter. Bears down by 10. Again, the pressure. Camacho brings it around Bailey. Jump pass to Mullet right of the lane. And Mullet's going to back it out near the three-point arc. Now back down Epling. Down into the right corner to Camacho from 18. No good. Weaver's going to hit the ball out of bounds out near the timeline. And he was the last one to touch it. So it will go back to Chippewa. Checking into the lineup now is Cade Durbin. Durbin, a 5'7 sophomore. Number one had two points in the first game. He comes in for Chippewa. Clay Miller, Philip Brewer, Andrew Hosteller into the ballgame for the Bears as Mullet, Weaver will sit down along with Purdy. 2.15 to go in this first period of play. 10-point Chips lead. With it is Hunsell. Off to Durbin, back to Hunsell. Left wing Durbin. Durbin dribbles to the free throw line to Rose. Left side Hunsell. Hunsell outside the arc to Epling. Epling left of the lane. Dribbles inside the lane. He'll put it up to five feet in front of Brewer. No. Rebound tapped out. Comes down to Hostetler. Hostetler brings it up the other way. Gets it off to Camacho. He'll drive the lane. Put it up. No, but a foul will be called on the chips. And Camacho, I would think, is going to go to the bucket. But let's see. Maybe they're going to say foul is on the floor. Foul will be called on Durbin. That is his first. And the first against the Chips as a team. And they're going to say it is a common foul. So Hostetler will trigger it in. Into Reber. Right of the lane. Spins into the lane. Put it up with the left hand. Good. Derek Reber with his first two. 15-7. Chips lead by eight with a minute 45 to go. Bears with the pressure. Again, that 1-1-1-2. Up the floor. Epley. Epley. Sideline left. Bounce pass underneath the Bailey. Knocked out of bounds on a good defensive play by Camacho. 1.37 to go in the first quarter. Defense not as solid as it was last night in the first quarter against Northwestern, but still not bad. Durbin with it to the free throw line with the left hand. He'll put up the floater in the lane from 10. Got it. Durbin with his first two, 17-7. Chips on top of it. Reber threw it up the floor to Brewer, threw it over his head and out of bounds. Timeout taken by the Bears. 126 to go in period number one. Your score. It's now Chippewa 17, Waynedale 7. On your way home and need something in a hurry, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru is the stop for you. Art Weaver and the Apple Creek Drive-Thru have been serving the community for 26 years. Stay in your car and let the friendly people at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru get what you need. From snacks, beverages, pizza, anything you may want. Just like the Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver and the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek. Whether your idea of a perfect home is a charming farmhouse in the countryside or a relaxed, family-centered home in a friendly neighborhood, no one understands discerning buyers better than Weaver Custom Homes. We believe that your home should reflect your personality and lifestyle in every detail. Our team will collaborate with you to bring your vision to life and tell your unique story. 
we invite you to tour our award-winning design center in historic downtown Worcester and get inspired to build a truly custom home. For more information, go to WeaverCustomHomes.com. 17-7, chips on top of it by 10. Bears have had troubles with the turnovers here in the first quarter. They've committed eight compared to just three by the chips unofficially. Miller, Camacho, Hostetler, Brewer, and Reber out on the floor for the Bears. Chips will put it in play on the back baseline, and they'll bring it across. It'll be Rose who will bring it up from left to right. Minute 20 to go in the first quarter. Rose hands it off to Durbin. Durbin dribbles inside the center circle down on the left baseline to Hunsell. Hunsell's going to dribble it back outside and hand it off to Durbin. Durbin with it. Now over to Rose. Rose top of the circle. Right side of the lane. Got a pass over to Durbin. It was knocked out of bounds off of Durbin's hands. And it will go back to the Bears. As the ball fell right into Harvey Geyser's lap right in front of us. 17-7 the score. Bears down by 10. A minute to go in this first quarter. Reber's going to break the press himself. Bring it up. Got the ball knocked away from behind. And a foul is going to be called on Kay Durbin. So immediately Durbin... Bang, bang, he's picked up two for the Chips. And that's the second team foul against Chippewa with 58.8 seconds to go in the quarter. Reaver puts it in play on the near side near the timeline. And he inbounds it to Camacho, who will dribble from the left side to the right side to the right wing. Gets it right of the circle to Reaver. Underneath the Brewer, put it up from the right block, no good. And the rebound taken off the floor by Epling. His first rebound of the night. Up the floor, it goes to Bailey. Bailey left wing, back out front to Rose. Rose with it in the left of the front court. Dribbling in against Hosettler to the top of the key. Right wing now. It goes to Hunsell. Hunsell back out top to Rose. 30 seconds to go in the first period. 17-7. Chippewa. Epling standing outside the arc, guarded by Brewer. Gets it off to Rose. Rose gets it off to Spencer Bailey. He'll put up the three. Top of the key. No good. Rebound loose on the floor. Picked up by Reber. Reber will bring it the other way with 15 seconds to go. Into the front court. Reber hands it off to Camacho. Top side. Back over to Reber. All alone. Three-pointer. Right wing drilled it. Reber's got five in the ball game. 17-10. Up the floor, Rose. Double team near the timeline. Lost it. He's going to throw up a three as he got the ball back, and it won't go. And that's the end of the first quarter of play for Chippewa. And your score at the end of one, it's the Chip 17, Waynedale 10. Harvest Market is a full-service grocery store in the corner of Apple Creek with the finest fresh local meats, ground beef and sausage prepared on site, and steaks cut to order in the old-fashioned butcher shop. Stop in and pick up hot meals ready to go. Harvest Market is known for their barbecue chicken and smoked ribs. There's a full-service deli, locally made baked goods, fresh produce, hand-dipped ice cream, and a huge selection of chips, snacks, and beverages. Let Harvest Market prepare your meal or party trays for you. Open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7, and Sundays 10 to 6. Come taste the difference. Are you ready to remodel your kitchen or bathroom, but you're worried about lengthy and inconvenient renovations? Then you need Clayzac Kitchen and Bath. Hi, this is Shorty Miller, owner of Clayzac Kitchen and Bath, a family-owned business that has served the area for 20 years. We provide a top-notch renovation from floor to ceiling in a time frame you won't believe and customize everything to your style and taste. Visit us at Clayzac.com. That's B-L-A-Z-A-K.com to learn how to get the kitchen or bath of your dreams. Good crowd here tonight at Chippewa High School for this one. 17-10, chips on top of it. As we look back at what happened in the first game between these two, Chippewa was in exactly the same spot that they are now, leading by seven at the end of the first quarter. Bears will have it 
as we open up the second quarter. Reber out on the floor with Camacho, Hostetler, Brewer, and Miller. Epling, Bailey, Hunsel, Rose, and into the ballgame now for Chippewa Charlie Henninger to start the second quarter. Bears with it in the front court. They get it off to Clay Miller. Bounce pass to Philip Brewer, and he dribbled it off his knee and out of bounds and ran right into Chuck Eicher, the official. And Chuck is down on the baseline underneath the basket. Eicher down on one knee underneath the basket. And I'm not sure if Brewer rolled into his knee or if the ball actually came up and got him in an unmentionable spot. But the way that he's reacting right now, I think it was the latter. 7.44, let's take a quick timeout. Left to go in this first half. It's 17.10, Chippewa. Where can you get food? Smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg, of course. Build your own burger. The wings every Thursday night are half price. And there's the brisket and pulled pork. The steaks and seafood are second to none, and the appetizers are to die for. Everything cooked to your satisfaction. All this and live bands, too. At the Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sundays, 11 to 8. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Well, Chuck Eicher, the official, is okay. He's just blowing his whistle soprano right now, 17-10. Bears down by 7, and the Chips have the basketball. Into the front court is Rose. Rose in the center circle to the right side, around a pick by Epling, down to the right corner, back to Epling at the wing, and gets it over to Rose in the right corner. Rose again around a pick by Epling to the left side of the front court, gets it over on the left-hand side to Henniger, underneath pass, tried to get it over to Rose, and it was stolen away by Reber. Reber will bring it up from right to left to the top of the circle. He'll drive left of the lane, got the ball knocked free, and a foul is going to be called as Chippewa reached in, and the players hit the floor. Lee Foster up asking for a foul on the Bears, and let's see who they're going to call the foul on, and it will be on Rose of Chippewa. That is his first, and the third against Chippewa as a team. 7.15 left to go in this first half. 17-10 is the score. And Chuck Eicher and Derek Reber, they get together left of the lane and have a little conversation about that altercation about 30 seconds ago. Hostetler's going to put it in play left of his bucket. Inbounds it to Clay Miller, top of the circle. He'll drive down to the right baseline, out to Hostetler for the all-alone baseline right three. No good, and the rebound taken down by Lindemann. Lindemann brings it up, got it to Rose, threw it over his head, and out of bounds. Back to the Bears. Turnovers quickly evening up. Chippewa's got six now, and the Bears have eight. But the score has remained the same throughout the first minute of this second quarter. 17-10 chips with it as Hostetler. Hostetler's going to throw up a three. He got hit from behind. No call, and missed the shot, and the rebound taken down by Upland. Albeit it was not on purpose, but he still got knocked off his shot with it. On the right-hand side is Lindemann, top of the circle. Lindemann goes down into the right corner to Henniger, then tried to get a pass underneath, stolen by Camacho, stolen right back by Lindemann, and it'll be a jump ball, and it will stay with the chips. Weaver, Mullet, Spidell, and Purdy into the ball game. Reber gets a breather, so does Brewer, Camacho, and Clay Miller. Rose will put the ball in play just to the left of us here at Chippewa, 6.36 to go. In the first half, 17-10, your score. Rose on the right side. 
It goes to Hunsell. Hunsell dribbles from the right to the left of the front court off to Rose. Left baseline three. Got it. Rose came off a couple of nice picks. His first three. He's got seven. And it's 20 to 10. Chippewa again by 10. Into the front court. Purdy gets it off to Weaver. Weaver, triple team, now gets it back outside to Purdy near the timeline and a foul on Hunsell. Hunsell bodying up on Purdy a little too much. That is his first and the fourth against the Chips as a team with 6.11 to go in the half. At halftime is the Apple Creek Bank halftime report. Try to bring you some scores, especially from that Northwestern Downton game. Right wing off the inbounds. Hostetler shoots the three. Got it. Drew Hostetler with his first three of the ball game. 20-13. Chips by seven. Into the front court, Rose. So far this game, mirroring the first game on December the 16th. Right wing is Rose. Rose right of the lane at the right elbow. Gets it back outside to Hunsell. Between the circles, guarded by Purdy. Bears in the man-to-man. Hunsell, left side. Now it goes to Lindemann. Lindemann dribbles across the circle and gets it off to Rose right wing. Rose near the sideline. Now goes out top of the key. Ball knocked free. Rose goes back and gets it. Double teamed. And now the Chips will take a timeout as Rose is laying on the floor covering up the basketball. 5.34 left to go in the half. Your score. It is now the Chips 20 and Wayndale 13. Troyer Roofing and Construction is your trusted expert for commercial and residential roofing needs in the area. They specialize in new roofs, repairs, and replacements with either shingles or steel. Troyer Roofing can even perform an energy-efficient restoration that can add years to your existing roof. Family-owned and operated for over 20 years, Troyer Roofing and Construction provides free quotes and professional service. For all your commercial and residential roofing needs, call the best. Troyer Roofing and Construction, 857-7865 or See their website, TroyerRoof.com. Back here at Chippewa in Doylestown, Ohio. 20-13. to 13. Chips lead it over the Waynedale Golden Bears. And so far, no score out of Northwestern, where the Huskies and the Bulldogs of Dalton are fighting it out for first place in the Wayne County Athletic League. Five and a half minutes to go in the half, and Rose has it after that 30-second timeout by Lee Foster. And they go on the back door to Bailey. Bailey now out between the circles. Bailey hands it off to Rose. Rose, as they run the weave out front, gets it off on the sideline right to Hunsell. Hunsell, he's going to drive the lane, splits the defense, lays it up and in, and he's fouled. Boy, he split the defense right between Hostetler and Spidell. And the foul on Steven. That is his first. And the... third against the Bears as a team and going line right is Hunsell. He has got six and he'll go to the line looking for seven. It's 22-13. Chips on top of it. Hunsell puts it up and gets it to go. Hunsell now with seven points in the ball game and it's 23-13. Spidell in the backcourt. Chips with the lead. Bears with the basketball on the right side to Purdy. Purdy brings it up the right side. Over on the left wing to Weaver. Weaver dribbles left in the lane. Back out to Purdy. The long three from the left wing. No. And Epley takes down the rebound. He clears it off the floor to Rose. Rose handles the ball probably about 80% of the time for this Chips team. Gets it off to Hunsell. Hunsell between the circles. Gets it back over on the right side to Bailey. Right of the lane to Epley. Backs in against Mullet into the lane. Now spins to the baseline. Lays it up on the hook and good. Epling's got four. And it's 25-13 Chips. Starting to pull away here. They're up by 12. Four and a half minutes to go in the half. Purdy with it. Gets it off the mullet. Mullet right of the lane. Now gets it off out near the three-point arc. He's going to spin in down on the baseline. Put it up on the right block up and in. Mullet's got four. 
and it's a 10-point Chips lead again, and the Bears go back to that 1-1-1-2 press. Up the floor on the right side is Epling. Epling drives in, and he walked with the basketball. He wanted to feed a pass over on the left-hand side to Bailey, but it got shut off, and it caused him to walk. Hostetler and Spidell are out of the ball game. Purdy is back, or excuse me, Reber is back in along with Camacho. 25-15. Again, full court pressure put on by the Chips. On the right side is Purdy. Purdy brings it up the right side. He gets it across the timeline. Feeds it over to Camacho. Manny has to chase it down on the left baseline to Reber, though. Reber shoots the three. Won't go. Rebound loose on the baseline, and it is picked up by Bailey. Bailey will clear it off. Gets it off to Rose on the left-hand side across the timeline into the front court. Left wing, Bailey. Bailey to the top of the key to the line on the right wing, Hunsell. Hunsell looking to get a bounce pass underneath. Can't. Goes cross court on the left baseline to Lindemann. He'll drive left baseline, put it up. Mullet got the block, but Mullet also got him on the arm. And it will be a foul on Adam Mullet. That is his first. And that's the fourth against the Bears as a team. So team fouls are all even at four apiece. 3.36 to go in this first half. And line right is Brock Lindemann. He's scoreless here tonight. Puts that one up, and he's no longer scoreless. He's got one. He had eight in the first game, 14 last night against Norway. And he's got his first point here this evening. 26-15, second one by Lindemann. No good. Rebound loose on the baseline off of Mullet and Weaver. And let's see who it will go out on, I believe... They'll say it went off on Weaver. So Chippewa will keep the basketball just to the left of their bucket on the baseline. Rose will put it in. Rose inbounds it into the left corner to Lindemann. And Lindemann then get it out front to Bailey. And he's tied up immediately by Weaver. So the jump ball gives it back to Waynedale. So the jump ball giveth and the jump ball taketh away. Purdy up the floor on the left side to Weaver. Underneath pass to Mullet. Mullet reverse layup with the right hand guy. Adam with six. And it's 26-17, a nine-point Chippewa lead. Bears trying to claw their way back into this one. Up the floor. Knocked away by Purdy. Off to Camacho. Camacho left baseline to Purdy for the three. Rattled it home. Purdy's got six off the turnover. And the Bears now have cut it to six with three minutes to go in the first half. Hunsell into the front court. 26-20. Chips. Hunsell with it. Double team near the sideline. Gets it off to Rose. Knocked out of bounds by Weaver. And it will stay with the Chips. 2.51 to go in the half. Boy, Chuck Eicher put the ball in play really quick. That was almost like just get it in. Rose with it between the circles. Rose gets it off on the right side to Hunsell. Hunsell looking in against Camacho. Dribbles on the right side. Got the ball knocked away, but Hunsell regains control. And the ball knocked free by Camacho. Bears are playing smothering defense. This is reminiscent of what they did last night in the first quarter that was so successful against the Huskies. 26-20 the score. Inbound pass. Comes to Epling out near the timeline and back to Rose. Rose goes sideline right in front of the Wayndale bench. To Hunsell. Now top of the key, Lindemann down into the left corner to Bailey. Back out to Lindemann to the center circle to Rose. Rose with 2.15 to go in the first half. Now Chippewa is going to go four corner, trying to run some clock here on the right side. Intercepted by Reber. Reber brings it up two on one, goes to the bucket, lays it up and in. 
Reber with seven in the ball game. Bears have cut it to four. It's 26-22, two minutes to go in the half. Rose in the backcourt. Up the floor, he gets the ball off on the left-hand side, Bailey. Bailey dribbles to the left side arc. Pulls it back out and gets it off to Hunsell. Hunsell on the right, gets it back outside to Rose with a minute 45 to go. Rose on the right side to Hunsell again out near the timeline, hounded by Camacho. Hunsell now dribbles out near the center circle, gets it off to Rose on the left baseline to Lindemann. Lindemann dribbled it off his football, loose on the floor, it goes into the backcourt, picked up by Lindemann, and then a foul is going to be called on Ryan Weaver, and I think he sprained that ankle again. May have re-aggravated it, but... He was grabbing at it, but now he's up, and he's all right. But a foul will be called on Ryan as he dove right into Lindemann trying to get that basketball. And it's his first, team's fifth. Hunsell will leave the ball game, and back in is Cade Durbin with those two fouls. Brock Holmes will check in, and Manny Camacho will leave. Bears down by four, 26-22, with a minute 31 to go in the first half. Been a good one here from Chippewa. The Bears... Dug a hole for themselves early. They're trying to get out of it. Right baseline. Spencer Bailey for the three. Overshot everything. And the ball pulled out of the air by Reber. Reber gets it up to Purdy. Purdy stop a go. Had his pocket picked by Durbin. Durbin brings it back the other way. He'll go in for the layup. Lay it up. Hangs on the iron. And it won't go. Fell off. Boy, that thing hung up there for five seconds. Went out of bounds. And it will stay with Waynedale. Boy, the Bears got away with one there. And Durbin... Now they're going to reverse the call and give it back to the Chips. Boy, they were emphatic that it belonged to Waynedale, but now they've reversed the call. Rose will put it in play. Rose inbounds it out front to Durbin with a minute five to go in the first half. Durbin, right side, now to Rose. Rose with it, down in the right baseline to Effling, back out front to Rose. Bears in that half-court trap. Now Rose is going to back it out near the timeline. Post-Tetler and Holmes are going to come out and try to trap it. Goes on the left side to Durbin. Back over to Rose. Rose to the free-throw line, Epling. Epling back out front to Rose. 40 seconds to go in the half. Durbin on the left corner. It now goes to Rose. Now back out to Durbin. Durbin's going to drive the lane, dump it off to Epling. It goes off Epling, or did they say it's going to be last touched? Or are they calling a foul? Well, let's see going to be a foul on Derek Reber and that will be his second and the sixth against the Bears as a team so Brewer will come in so that Reber does not pick up a careless third foul 33.6 seconds to go in the half Rose is going to put it in play Rose looking right at his own bucket can't find anyone now lobs it out front and it's taken down out front by Latea with the basketball, put up the shot. Epling, no good. Rebound Mullet. Mullet with it in the front court. Gets it off to Purdy. 20 seconds to go in the first half. Purdy with the basketball inside the center circle. Got the ball taken away from him. Durbin then lost it out of bounds. It will go back to Waynedale. Durbin knocked it away from Purdy, but never could grab control of it. 16.2 seconds to go. Holmes will put the ball in play here in the half. 26-22. Holmes. Inbounds it to Hosteller. Hosteller will walk it across the timeline. Ten seconds to go. Brewer between the circles. Now left side, Holmes. Holmes with it. One dribble. Picks up the ball. Gets it to Mullet. Five seconds. Mullet dribbles left of the lane. Spins into the lane. Puts up the hook shot. On the rim and in at the buzzer. Mullet with eight. And the Bears are as close as they've been since early in the ballgame. Your score at the half. 
It is now Chippewa 26 and Waynedale 24. Breakfast time is the best time at Deb's Den. Every Saturday, 8 a.m. to 11, and Sundays, 9 to noon, start the day off right with your favorite morning delights. Eggs, bacon, sausage, pancakes, all to your satisfaction, handmade and fresh. From breakfast on the weekends to the sandwiches with soups and sides for lunch and the dinner specials every day. Deb's Den's lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Friday, 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 9, and Sunday, 12 to 3. Stop by Deb's Den for breakfast tomorrow or before next Friday's game for a quick meal. Dubs Den on Main Street in Apple Creek, working hard to make your meals as delicious as possible. The Spidel Funeral Home has been serving the community for over 125 years, providing compassionate and professional services for families when they need it the most. From the first call, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. During trying times, families pull together. Turn to someone that understands family. The Spidel Funeral Home, a name you can trust with service that is endearing. In two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidell Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Bears with a frantic comeback at the end of the first half. They're down by two, 26-24. We'll be back with more after this. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice, 1-800-589-4905, or visit us online at millercustomexteriors.com. Hard work, honesty, genuine care, traits that define Dutch Quality Stone as a company. Created by local workers, Dutch Quality Stone's products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. Located in the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch Quality Stone veneers exhibit all the unique beauty of nature with easy-to-install options for residential and commercial properties. In central Ohio, people believe in doing things right. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Route 250 near Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. You're listening to an UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. It's time for the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show. The Apple Creek Bank. Visit AppleCreekBank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. Well, Chippewa got off to a 10-0 lead in this ball game. The Bears scored a bucket, made it 10-2, and at the end of the first quarter... It was 17 to 10 Chippewa, which is exactly where it was on December 16th. They led it by seven points at the end of the first quarter back on December 16th. But in this one, well, the Bears outscored the Chips 14 to 9 in that second quarter, and they trail now by only two, 26-24, which is an improvement over the overtime game from December 16th because the Bears were down by four at halftime in that one. 26-24 here. Trying to get some scores for you. We'll do that when we return right after this timeout. When choosing a bank, wouldn't you prefer a local institution with years of commitment to the area it serves? Since 1904, the Apple Creek Banking Company has been that kind of bank. We believe in our neighbors, our towns, and our way of life. For over 100 years, we've provided products and services specifically tailored for your needs. That's why we've stayed independent, serving the area with six locations. At the Apple Creek Banking Company, we provide quick responses with your business, home, or land financing needs. 
service with integrity. Today, that's what matters. We've been here and will be here when you need us. So when you're ready for your first home, a new home or car, or just want the hometown feel, we have new website-compatible apps on all devices coming soon. Bank local. Bank better. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Boy, it's funny. I can give you scores from my alma mater, North Central, and Fayette. I can give you scores from Gillette, Wyoming, but I can't give you a score from a school that's 20 miles away, which is the Northwestern Dalton basketball game. Here, it's 26-24. Waynedale down by two to the Chippewa Chips, and the Bears need better balance scoring in the second half. Let's be honest. They've had only four players score for them in this first half. Meanwhile, Chippewa, they've had six. They're being led by Connor Hunsell and Stephen Rose, each with seven. Spencer Bailey, five. Ben Epling, four. Cade Durbin, two. And Brock Lindemann with one. Lindemann has also grabbed four rebounds. Epling, three. The chips from the free throw line, four of five from the strike for 80%. They committed four fouls in that first half, grabbed ten rebounds, but none of them were offensive and they committed nine turnovers in the first half of play. As far as Waynedale is concerned, well, they're being led by Adam Mullet. He's got eight points thanks to that last-second bucket that he put in at the end of the first half. He's got three rebounds in the ballgame. Derek Reber's got seven points, one three-pointer, a two-rebound night for Derek. Six points, two. Colton Purdy picked up his 30th and 31st three-point field goal in the first half. He's got two of them, so he's got six points. And three points going to Drew Hostetler on a three-pointer early in the ballgame. Mullet with three rebounds, Reber with two, Hostetler with one. The Bears just six rebounds in that first half, one of them offensive. They did not go to the line. They committed six fouls in the first half and had nine turnovers so far in the ballgame. So the turnover total is even. The Bears from the field, they were 4 of 10 from two-point range, and even a map whiz like me can figure that one up, 40%. And they were 4 of 11 from three-point range for 36% here tonight. 26-24, your score here at halftime. I'm Dave Mitchell. Chips on top of it. We'll be back with more on our Apple Creek Bank Halftime Report after this timeout. For over 100 years, the Apple Creek Banking Company has proudly served the community we live in. From helping to sponsor events like Waynedale Athletics, to working hard to give you a quick response on your home, business, or land financing needs. If you have not experienced working with us, we invite you to make a change to a bank that cares and appreciates your business. Coming soon, a new website compatible on all devices. Bank Local. Bank Better. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Member FDIC. Well, the Cavaliers and the Spurs are going to get things underway here in a few minutes. Kevin Love is going to play for the Cavaliers. He's back from having lower back spasms earlier this week where he had to miss the second half of the Phoenix game on Wednesday night. This is the first game back for Greg Popovich, who got ejected from a game on Thursday night for telling the referee... He was just simply terrible. Just a terrible referee. And Popovich got tossed out of the ballgame. Here in this one, though, no coach has been tossed out. But the Bears are down on the scoreboard 26-20 thanks to a frantic second quarter comeback by the Golden Bears. They were down by 7 at the end of the first quarter. Outscored the Chips 14-9 in the second quarter to be down by 2, 26-24. JV game went to the Chippewa Chips, though. They won it 57 to 43. As far as the keys were concerned in this ball game, the Chips, well, they were doing a good job defensively in the first half, and they controlled Mullet in the first quarter, but the second quarter, 
they let up on that thing, on those things. Waynedale still has to have more balanced scoring and play a little bit better defense. But right now, this game is matched up the way Chippewa wants it. They lead it by two at the half, 26-24. The second half is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show, brought to you by the Apple Creek Bank. Visit AppleCreekBank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. Fun in the pool may be ending for the season, but it will return. And when that time arrives, contact the experts in water hauling Reber Milk Transport. Yes, they do milk, but they also supply the water for your swimming pool. Don't fill your pool from a slow garden hose. That takes time and it's expensive. Reber's will fill your pool fast and have you ready for the new season in hours, not days. And Reber Milk Transport will be prompt in their delivery. Call 330-466-5738 for your water needs next season. Keep cool with Reber Milk Transport in Apple Creek. Since 1981, Troyer Signs has provided quality service to those in and out of the Wayndale area. Hundreds of satisfied customers have promoted their businesses with outstanding graphics, interior and exterior signs, commercial or residential. Troyer Signs can do it all. Custom graphics, logo designs, vehicle graphics, banners, and much, much more. Increase your visibility with a high-quality, professional product from Troyer Signs. Stop by just north of Route 250 on Huntington Road. Visit TroyerSigns.com or call 263-1400. Well, this is the second game of two that we've done today for you on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Lady Bears won the first ball game over Smithville earlier this afternoon, 57-46, excuse me. And now the Bears in this nightcap down by two, 26-24. Hope you've enjoyed it here this afternoon. As the Bears are down by two points here today. And this one looking to try to come back and sweep the season series against the Chips. That first game went into overtime and it was quite an outing over at Waynedale as the Bears ended up winning it by a score of 53-51. to Chippewa here in the second half will come out with Rose... Hunsell, Epling, Bailey, and Lindemann for the Bears. Reber, Weaver, Spidell, Purdy, and Mullen. Chips will have the basketball to open up the second half of play. They'll be going from right to left across your radio computer screen. Rose inbounds it to Epling. Back to Rose, and we're underway from Chippewa. Bears going to that half-court trap. Rose gets it off to Hunsell across the timeline. Gets it on the right baseline to Bailey. Back out to Hunsell, and... Chippewa is going to spread the floor because the Bears are in that half-court trap. They lob it left of the lane to Epling. Back outside to Hunsell on the left wing to Rose. Rose to the free throw line. Back out to Hunsell at the right wing. Down on the right baseline to Bailey. Right of the lane to Epling. Down at the block. Backs in against Mullet. Kicks it back outside to Hunsell for the long three. Won't go. And Ryan Weaver will grab the rebound. His first of the night. Gets it up the floor to Purdy. Bears can tie or take the lead with a three on this possession. Reber with the basketball. Bounce pass inside the lane. Knocked free. Ball loose on the floor. Picked up by Lindemann. Lindemann got it stripped away, but then it's picked up by Rose again. And Rosen, or I should say Reber and Hunsell really ran into each other. Chippewa with the basketball. They got it on the left-hand side to Rose. Now on the right-hand side to Hunsell again. Chippewa will spread the floor. Bounce pass to Epling. Knocked away from behind by Mullet. Ball loose on the floor again. And Spidell and Lindemann Go to the floor, tie each other up, and it'll be a jump ball, and it goes back to Waynedale. 26-24 your score. 
And the Bears again with a chance to take the lead. 1-2-2 full court press put on by Chippewa. Free throw line. Spidell breaks it. He's going to shoot the 15-footer. No. And the rebound taken down by Bailey. Bailey will get it up the floor to Hunsell into the front court. Hunsell with it on the right side. Goes left side now to Bailey. Bailey guarded by Weaver against the trap. Down to Rose in the left corner. Dribbles up to the wing. And now between the circles. Left of the lane to Epling. Epling gets it back out front to Rose. Now over on the right-hand side, Hunsell. Hunsell around a pick set by Epling. Down on the right baseline to Bailey. Now back out front to Hunsell again. Hunsell at the right wing. Holding the basketball. Now with the dribble. Spins to his left. He's going to drive the lane in front of Mullet. Mullet blocked the shot. Ball loose. And it was out of bounds. Last touched by Hunsell. And it comes back to the Bears. Wayne Dale regains it on the turnover. Again, another chance. This will be their third opportunity to tie the ball game up or take the lead here in this second half. Spidell, baseball pass knocked out of bounds by Bailey right at the Chippewa bench. So the Bears will put the ball in play in front of the Chippewa bench just to the left of us in the backcourt. And they inbounded to Purdy up the floor. Spidell didn't get himself established inbounds when Purdy threw it back to him. So the turnover again gives it back to the Chips with 6.02 remaining in this third quarter. Bears again, third opportunity, couldn't do anything with it. Bailey, left baseline, three, no good. Rebound tapped out front to Purdy. Purdy will bring it up the floor, right in front of us to the right wing. Bounce pass into the right corner to Spidell for the three, got it! And the Bears have the lead for the first time tonight. Steven Spidell with his first bucket of the evening. And the Bears lead it now, 27-26. The comeback is complete. On the left-hand side, Hunsell. Now the Bears need to stick with this. On the right-hand side, Rose. Baseline right to to Henniger. And the ball knocked free. Picked off the floor by Mullet. Mullet will bring it up the right side. Lost the handle, but goes back and gets the dribble. Right wing, Purdy. He'll shoot the long three. Got it! Purdy's got nine. Three threes here tonight. And it's 30-26. to Bears with their biggest lead of the night. 5-10 to go. They've come out and scored five straight, six straight points here. Up the floor. Reber knocked the pass away. Stolen away by Spidell. Spidell will bring it up the left-hand side. Gets it across court to Reber. Bounce pass to Mullet. Drives inside the lane. Lays it up on the right side. Good. Mullet with 10. And the Bears now lead it by 6. 32-26. Jim Foster wants Rose to come up to the timeline and take a timeout. And he will. 4.46 to go in the third. Your score. It's now Waynedale 32, Chippewa 26. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. 4.46 to go in the third quarter of play. Bears lead it by six. 32-26. 
They have scored the first eight points of the second half. Spidell, Camacho, Mullet, Reber, and Purdy out on the floor for the Bears. Durbin is in now. He's a substitution at the timeout. Inbounds it to Epling. Back to Durbin. To Epling. Down into the left baseline. And it goes to Alex Latea. And Latea hits the three. And suddenly it's a three-point ball game. Camacho the other way. He'll lay it up on the left side. Good. Camacho his first two. 34-29. Waynedale with a five-point lead. Waynedale with the basketball. Check that. Chippewa with the basketball. Left baseline. Latea again for three. No good. Rebound comes down off of Epling. Saved inbounds by Spidell, but he couldn't save it as he stepped out of bounds just before getting it back into Mullet. 34-29 with 4.11 to go in the third quarter. Durbin will put the ball in play right of his bucket. Looking, looking. Inbounds the ball to Epling. Back to Durbin. Baseline right. Durbin inside the arc, to the right of the lane, inside the key, gets it off to Epling at the left block. He's going to turn around, shoot a hook shot off the glass and rim, no good, and the rebound taken down by Steven Spidell. Spidell got the ball, knocked free, but picked up by Mullet, off to Purdy. Purdy now will bring it across from left to right for the Bears. They lead it by 5, 34-29. Mullet in the lane, got the ball, knocked free on the move of the bucket, picked off the floor by Durbin. He'll dribble the length of the floor, lay it up too hard. He blew the layup. Rebound, Reber. Got it up to the midcourt strike to Spidell. Not a Mullet. Mullet between the circles. Couldn't find Camacho. Was wide open underneath the bucket. There was nobody within 20 feet of him, but Mullet couldn't find him. With it on the right side, now is Camacho. Camacho down to the right baseline, outside the arc, now to Purdy. Purdy with it, hands it off to Manny. Manny top of the key to Mullet. Bounce pass right of the lane to Camacho to Spidell. Turn around, hook shot from five, won't go, and a foul is going to be called on Hunsell. That will be his second. And the first against Chips as a team. 3.18 to go in the third. 34-29. Spidell eyes it, shoots it, misses it. Steven goes to the line, shooting 80% from the stripe tonight. And let's see what we got. Manny Camacho was down near the bench, wiping his hands on a towel, and he was inside the free throw line. Chuck Eicher and the rest of the officials did not notice it, so they had to wait for him to get done. Spidell, the second one up and out. So Steven splits the pair. He's got four, and it's, again, a six-point lead for Waynedale, 35-29. Durbin into the front court against the half-court trap over on the right-hand side. It goes to Henniger. Henniger back outside to Latea. Put it up. No good. Rebound comes out long near the timeline. Take off the floor by Purdy. Purdy brings it up on the right side, and there'll be a foul called by Hunsell. Hunsell called for the foul coming up from behind on Purdy. That is going to be his third and the second against the Chips as a team. Lindemann is back into the ballgame, and Hunsell with those three will sit down for Lee Foster. Putting it in play is Camacho. He'll inbound it. Sideline left to Purdy. Purdy dribbles inside to the lane. Double team. Fall away. Ten-footer on the rim. No. And the rebound taken down by Lindemann. Lindemann gets it up the floor to Henniger. Henniger fell down on the pass. Stolen by Reaver. Ball goes out of bounds. Nobody's going to know who in the world it went off of, but check Iker, 50 feet from the play. Says it's going to be white ball. And it will be. 35-29. Boy, it is wild and wooly. Durbin. Boy, that should have been an over and back. He did not establish himself in the backcourt. Jumped from the frontcourt into the backcourt to get the pass. 
With it on the left-hand side, Latea goes around the horn to Durbin. Baseline left. Now inside the lane. It goes to Chippewa's Lindemann, and he's going to put it up from five. No, but a foul will be called on the Bears. And that's on Spidell. That will be his fourth. Check at his second. Excuse me. His second foul here tonight on Steven. And the first against the Bears. And going line left is Lindemann. Puts it up no good. Lindemann now one of three from the stripe. He's got one point here tonight. Second one for Brock Lindemann, the senior. Eyes it, shoots it, and that one's good. Now he's got two. And he's two for four from the strike. 35-30, two and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. Purdy in the backcourt. Into the front court to Camacho. Now off to Reber, top of the key to the right baseline. Reber, bounce pass to Camacho, right corner. Back to Reber, right wing for the three. No good, missed everything. And the ball taken out of the air by Epling. Epling clears it up the floor to Durbin. Durbin got the ball knocked free by Reber, but picked up off the floor by Latea. Top of the key to Lindemann. Lindemann with it, gets it off on the right-hand side to Henniger. Henniger, one dribble, picked up the dribble. Baseline right, Epling, top of the key, Durbin. On the left wing, it goes to Latea for the three again. No good. Rebound loose, comes out on the right side, but taken down by Epling. Epling, top of the key to Durbin. Durbin dribbles left of the lane. He'll go in against Mullet, lay it up with the left hand. No, rebound Reber. Reber gets it up the floor to Purdy, and now the Bears are going to slow things down a little bit and try to get a good shot offensively. Hostetler, Weaver, and Miller will come in at the next dead ball for the Bears. With it on the, between the circles is Weaver, or excuse me, Camacho. Now off to Purdy. Purdy left wing inside the arc. Gets the top of the key to Reber all alone for the three. Backed it in, no good. And the rebound taken down by Latea. Latea gets it up the floor. He'll pull up from 17. In and out, no good. Rebound mullet. Adam with his fourth param of the night. He's going to bring it up himself from left to right. To the top of the key, to the line. Got the ball knocked free. Stolen away by Latea. Latea will bring it the other way. Stopped between the circles. Gets it off to Durbin. Top of the key to the line. Pops inside the line. Now kicks it back outside to Henniger. Now to the right of the lane to Epling. Epling in against Mullet. Dribbles in on the left side. Throws it up with the left hand. No, and a rebound taken down by Steven Spidell. Under a minute to go. 50 seconds left in this third quarter. 35-30. Bears lead it by five. They have come out here in this third quarter and taken control of this ball game. Mullet right in front of us on the right side. Sideline right, not a Reber. Reber drives in against Durbin, and Kevin Stacy took a timeout before anything could happen with 34.6 seconds to go in the third. And your score, it's now Waynedale 35 and Chippewa 30. Troyer Roofing is your fully certified, factory-trained residential and commercial roofing expert. But they offer more than just roofing. Troyer's now features the Roll-On Rock System. This puts a finish on your concrete floor with an incredible gloss that has multicolored flakes and is hot tire resistant. It won't stain, darken, or peel. It's the best-looking clear top coat available and is three times stronger than ordinary epoxy. For a free quote on your floor, roof, or anything in between, call Troyer Roofing and Construction, 330-857-7865, or see their website, troyerroof.com. Well, after last night losing big to Northwestern, 75-48. The Bears have come out here tonight and really made a stand. They lead it by 5, 35-30. Stacy taking a timeout. That is his second. He'll have three remaining, a 30 and two 60s. Same thing for Lee Foster of Chippewa. Bears will have it underneath their own bucket on the baseline. Mullet will put it in. Mullet looking for a cutter. Trying to find someone. Gets the top of the key. Right of the lane to Clay Miller for three. He drilled it. Clay just came into the ball game. And he hits the three. 
And the Bears now lead it by 8, 38 to 30. Durbin with 20 seconds to go in the third. Spins to his left, to the line, to the lane. Puts it up in front of Reber, up and in. Durbin with four. And it's 38-32 the other way. Hostetler with 10 seconds to go in the third quarter. Hostetler right wing to Miller. Miller around a pick by Hostetler. Top of the key. Bounce pass to Mullet in the lane. He spins to his left. Threw it up. No, but a foul will be called on the chips. And Mullet will go to the line. Shooting two. That's a foul on Ben Epling. His first team's third. And Mullet will go line right. Shooting two. Adam with 10 here this evening. Mullet. 64% 64% from the stripe this year. Spins it, shoots it, got it. Adam has really improved on his free throw shooting since the beginning of the season when he was having a lot of woes. 39-32, Bears by seven. Second one with three seconds to go in the quarter. Put it up and in. Mullet with 12, putting it in play. Is Chippewa up the floor to Hunsell. Hunsell now to Lindemann. He's going to throw it up from the right side. No good. And that's the end of the third quarter. And as we head to the fourth and final quarter of play, your score, it's now Waynedale 40, Chippewa 32. Great food and a southern atmosphere. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just outside of Fredericksburg. Your taste buds will water when you walk in for their southern pride smoked and boneless wings. But that's not all that's smoked. Try the Fire and Ice Pulled Pork beef brisket, or the smoked meat trio, pork brisket, and wings. Go for the fire and ice specialties, the cowboy and cowgirl sundae, hog trout, or the Brunswick stew bread bowl. All this and live bands, too, at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Since 1970, Ivan Weaver Construction has worked to build long-term relationships with their clients. Ivan Weaver Construction goes above and beyond to learn your company in order to construct a building best suited to your needs. As a general contractor, they provide commercial construction, retail, religious, medical, hospitality, and residential. Customer satisfaction is always their greatest desire. Contact the company that brings honesty and integrity to the table. Ivan Weaver Construction in Fredericksburg, 695-3461. Waynedale with an eight-point lead entering the fourth and final quarter of play barring overtime. The Bears came out and outscored Chippewa by 10 in that third quarter, 16-6, to to lead it by 8, 40-32. Chips will have the basketball. Here to begin the final eight-minute stanza, Epling, Lindemann, Bailey, Henniger, and Durbin. Bears out with Weaver, Hostetler, Mullet, Miller, and Reber. Into the front court is Lindemann. Lindemann goes sideline left to Henniger. Now right of the lane to Epling. Top of the key to Durbin. All alone for the three. No good off the back iron. Rebound skying for it is Adam Mullet. That is probably the apex of how he can jump. He really went up for that one. Hostetler with the basketball into the front court. Drew with it. Bounce pass on the left-hand side to Reaver. Now out front, Reaver. Weaver with the top of the circle. On the left wing to Hostetler. Left baseline, Reaver all alone for the three. Got it! Bears really moving the ball well tonight. Reaver with 10, and it's 43-32. Waynedale leads it by 11. Into the front court, Durbin feeds it off left baseline to Bailey for three. Got it! Bailey with eight in the ball game. His second three, and it's 43-35. Time out. 
Chippewa. It'll be a 30. 7-11 to go in the ball game. Your score is now Waynedale 43, Chippewa 35. Deb's Den is your spot for fresh homemade food daily. Experience custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service from the relaxing, comfortable atmosphere to their carryout service. They work hard to make your meals as delicious as possible. Breakfast hours are Saturday from 8 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Closed on Monday, Dub's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek. 7-11 to go in the ball game, barring overtime, which is what the first game went. Bears lead it by 8, 43-35. They have the basketball after that timeout by Lee Foster. He's got two left, and they are both full. Reber will put the ball in play. Chips going with full court pressure. Inbounds pass. Knocked out of bounds by Henniger. It will stay with Wayndale. But he's going to have to come over and put it on the side. He's going to have to inbound it on the side in front of the Chippewa student body over in the corner. And it's a spot out. And he inbounds it easily to Weaver. 1-2-2 full court press by the Chips. Weaver in the backcourt to Reber. Up to the timeline to Hosteller. Back to the left sideline to Weaver. Left corner to the right side to Miller for three. Got it! Clay Miller with six, and it's 46-35, Bears by 11. They have been on fire here in this second half. Into the front court on the left-hand side is Durbin. Left baseline, it goes to Bailey. Back out to Durbin to the line. Jump pass, out of bounds, knocked out of bounds by Drew Hostetler. 46-35, Bears with 6.41 remaining in the ballgame. And the Chips will put it in play right of their own bucket. They have just gone ice cold here in the second half. Inbounds pass. Henniger puts up the floater left side. Missed everything. And the ball pulled out of the air by Clay Miller. Miller gets it up the floor to Weaver. Weaver's going to drive in against Bailey. Lay it up. No good. And the rebound tapped outside to Henniger. Henniger on the right-hand side. Lost control, but gets it back and brings it into the front court. On the left side, Durbin. He's going to shoot the three left wing. No. Rebound taken down by Lindemann. And he just fell into a crumbled to the floor as it I'm not sure if he came down bad on his knee or if he landed on somebody's foot and sprained his ankle but boy he just went down in a heap to the right of the lane Lindemann now is up as Lee Foster came right out and boy they're going to have to help him off the floor it's his right ankle or knee and now he appears to be putting nope he can't put any weight on it but boy they got him up and they're taking him off the floor immediately so Lindemann will check out of the ball game and into the contest now is Hunsell. Hunsell's got those three fouls and seven points. Like I said, I'm not sure if it's his knee or ankle. 6.18 to go in the ball game. Rose will put it in play for the chips. They're down by 11. Rose inbounds the ball. Tried to get it to Hunsell, threw it past him and out of bounds. The turnover gives it back to the Bears with 6.17 to go in the ball game. 46-35, Waynedale, Reber on the back baseline, inbounds it to Purdy. Purdy with it, double team, gets a pass cross court to Clay Miller, into the front court to Weaver, Weaver between the circles, bounce pass to Reber. Reber now will run the offense for the Bears, now he gets it over to the senior point guard, Colton Purdy, and he'll set up the offense, top of the circle, tried to go on a pass, on a bounce pass to Clay Miller, and he threw it by him and out of bounds. Miller cut in, Purdy thought he was going to cut out. 15 turnovers tonight on the Bears. That's near their average of 18. Under six minutes to go in the ballgame. 
46-35. Into the front court comes Rose. Rose on the right side to Hunsell. Underneath pass to Rose. Knocked free, but Rose got it back away from Purdy. Rose now between the circles. Left-hand side to Durbin. Durbin's going to drive in left of the lane. Down into the left corner to Bailey. Dribbles up to the wing. Stops. Back off to Epling. Top of the key to Durbin. Now back off to Rose. Out front. It's going to go to Bailey for the long three. Missed everything. Badly off the side rim, and it's pulled off the rim by Colton Purdy, his third rebound of the night. 46-35, Bears lead it by 11. Purdy into the front court, stops. He's going to pop the long three, in and out, no good, rimmed it. And the rebound taken down by Hunsell. Hunsell gets it up the floor to Rose. Rose tried to feed a pass, knocked away, stolen away by Purdy. Purdy got it back, and now hands it off to Mullet. Mullet now is going to bring it across the timeline himself, behind the back dribble. Adam with it right wing. Bounce pass to Weaver. Spins inside the lane. Laid it up short. Rebound knocked out front. Taken down by Rose. Rose will bring it up on the run for the chips. Bounce pass right side to Hunsell. Laid it up and in, and he's fouled by Mullet. Boy, what a turn of events for the Bears there. Hunsell with nine. He'll go to the line looking for ten. Mullet picking up the foul. That's his second. And the third against the Bears here in this ball game. The f- second half. 4.53 left to go in it. 46-37, and Hunsell will try to draw the chips to within eight. Shoots it, got it. Hunsell's got ten, and it's an eight-point Waynedale lead, 46-38. Mullet the other way. He'll bring it across, now spin it out to the left side, hand it off to Purdy. Purdy out near the timeline, sideline left. Dribbles up to the wing, still on the sideline. Around a pick by Mullet, top of the key, Reber. Reber looking underneath for a cutter. Gets it to Weaver on the right wing. Weaver bounce pass to Reber. Reber drives the baseline. Lays it up and in. Reber found the opening. Cut through the double team. He's got 12. And it's a 10-point Waynedale lead. 4.25 to go in the ballgame. Rose with it on the right side. Lobs a pass left side to Durbin. Left of the lane to Epling. Epling spins. Double teamed out to Durbin. He'll drive in against Mullet. Put it up. No, but a foul is going to be called on Mullet for the body. Well, it looked like Durbin drove right into Mullet, but nonetheless, they're going to call the foul on Adam. That will be his third and the fourth against the Bears as a team. And Durbin goes to the line, shooting two, put up the first one, no good. And now Lindemann is going to come back in. And Epling is going to check out. So Lindemann evidently just tweaked that ankle or knee Probably had a pretty good scare out of it, and that's why he wanted to go to the bench and get it checked out. But he's back in. Now Durbin the second one. Good. Durbin with five in the ball game, And it's 48-39. Bears inbound. Stolen away by Rose. Rose then stolen away by Weaver. Weaver two on one. Over on the left side to Weaver. To Miller, excuse me, lays it up and in. Miller with eight. Off the turnover. And the Bears lead it by 11 again. Four minutes to go in the game. Hunsell, baseline right, double teamed in the corner. He's going to drive right baseline. Pass knocked away, stolen away by Weaver. Bears are doing everything right in this second half. Weaver up the floor, left wing to Clay Miller for three. No good, and it hit the stanchion above the backboard, and the turnover gives it back to Chippewa. Now Henniger back into the ball game, and let's see who's going to leave. It will be Rose with 3.44 left to go in the game. And now Kevin Stacy will use a timeout. 3.44 left to go in the game. It's now Waynedale 50, Chippewa 39. Need a full-service construction firm? Yoder Builders in Oroville specializes in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Make a new man cave in that dingy basement. 
add on a new sunroom or deck. Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Call Yoder Builders in Orville, 330-684-1050, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. In the moment you need a few, that's the Spidel Funeral Home. Every day the Spidel Funeral Home proves what matters most, family. They've been family-owned and operated for over 125 years. And when you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting with your choices. And trust your family with their care, the Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Well, we've got one final. Highland defeated Triway tonight by the final score of 78-44. to That's it for the finals. That is the only one that we've got here this evening. Cavs and Spurs underway at the queue. Cavs on top of that one so far early in the ballgame, 12-4. to 3.44 to go in this one. Bears lead it by 11. We'll give away our Lem's Pizza star of the game after this one. Bears have two timeouts left. So does Lee Foster and the Chips. On the right side, down into the right corner, Hunsel. Hunsel drives into the right block on the baseline. Bounce pass underneath the Bailey. Put it up too hard. Right side, rebound Weaver. Bears have this one under control right now with three and a half minutes to go in the ballgame. They lead it by 11. Purdy into the front court, right wing. Crossover dribble around a pick by Mullet. Picks up the basketball, double team near the timeline. And now Waynedale will use their final 30. 3.15 to go in the ballgame. It's now 50-39, to Waynedale. Whether your idea of a perfect home is a charming farmhouse in the countryside or a relaxed family-centered home in a friendly neighborhood, no one understands discerning buyers better than Weaver Custom Homes. We believe that your home should reflect your personality and lifestyle in every detail. Our team will collaborate with you and bring your vision to life to tell your unique story. We invite you to tour our award-winning design center in historic downtown Worcester and get inspired to build a truly custom home. For more information, go to WeaverCustomHomes.com. Well, the Waynedale girls won earlier today, 57-46. to And the boys are trying to make this a very successful day for Waynedale by winning this one tonight. Right now they lead it by 11, 50-39. They have given up just 13 points here in the second half. 3.15 to go. Purdy will inbound it in the backcourt to Mullet, and Purdy will go back and get it. Purdy into the front court with the right hand dribble sideline right to we to M- Miller excuse me and Miller is going to be fouled on the play and that'll be on Hunsel and that will be his fourth Hunsel right now has got the look on his face of what in the world's a foul as he picks up his fourth 307 to go in the ball game Purdy inbounds at sideline right to Weaver now back out front to Purdy Purdy with it between the circles to Mullet Mullet's going to drive the lane shovel a pass off to Hostetler reverse layup no rebound Mullet Mullet gets it taken away by Henniger it'll be a jump ball but it will stay with the Bears so Wayndale will keep it off the alternating jump ball with 2.57 to go in the ball game Hostetler puts it in play right of his own bucket Drew, looking, looking, gets it into Weaver. Sideline right, back to Hosteller. Hosteller back out front to Weaver. Weaver with it between the circles, spins to his right, now to his left. Goes sideline right to Hostetler. Bounce pass to Mullet on the right baseline, behind the back pass, and a foul is called somewhere on the floor. Not sure where, because the middle was wide open. And it's going to be called on 
Lindemann. That's his first. I'm not sure where that came from, but they called it on him anyway. That's Chippewa's fifth inbounds. Low block to Mullet. Puts it up on the spin into the baseline. Got it. Mullet has 14 in the ball game, and it's 52-39. Into the front court comes Durbin. Two and a half minutes to go in the ball game. Durbin with it. Stops top of the key to the line. Tried to get a pass, knocked away. It's stolen away by Purdy. Bears with the ball and the ball game in their hand. Purdy with it. Out near the timeline, double team, bounce pass to Reaver, baseline right to Mullet, nice feed underneath the host, that one laid it up and in. Drew with five, Bears open up a 15-point lead, and they're going to break that losing streak here tonight. With it, on the left side is Durbin. Durbin, look for the three, won't take it. Gets it back out to Henniger, he'll drive the lane, put up a shot, blocked out of bounds by Mullet. That's his second block of the night. Now Lindemann is going to leave the ball game and Latea is back in with a minute 55 to go in the ball game. 54-39. Rose will put it in play. Does to Henniger. Right back to Rose. Baseline left. Shot it from 10. No good. Rose and Mullet try to grab the rebound. Mullet ripped it away from Rose. It'll be a jump ball, but it will stay with the chips. 54-39. Bears by 15. Rose inbounds the basketball. Baseline left to Henniger. High dribble. Gets it off now to Bailey. He'll drive the lane. Lay it up and in. Bailey with 10 in the ball game. And it's a 13-point Waynedale lead. A minute 40 to go in the game. With it is Purdy. Purdy going to be bodied up, bringing it across the timeline. Now fights it across the timeline. Triple team near the timeline. Gets it off the mullet all alone from the baseline. Lay it up and in. Adam with 16 in the ball game. 56-41 Waynedale. Into the front court comes Rose. Rose on the left baseline to Latan. Knocked out of bounds. He lost it back to the Bears. 19 turnovers tonight on the chips with a minute 22 to go in the ballgame. Weaver got the inbounds and a foul will be called on Henniger. And that will be his first. And before we go down to the other end of the floor, well, that's just the sixth team foul against the chips. So we'll keep it here. Minute 20 to go in the ballgame. 56-41. Waynedale by 15 in the game. And Reber will put it in play. Reber gets an inbounds pass to Purdy. Purdy's going to fight it across the timeline up the right-hand side. Double team on the right side. Gets it off the mullet. Mullet dribbles down to the baseline. Picks up the dribble. Mullet double team. Hook pass over on the left wing to Weaver. Underneath to Reber. Reber throws it up. Won't go. And a traveling violation is called on Reber. Wow. Boy, you really had to create a traveling violation to call that one. Holy cow. 56-41. Turnover gives it back to the chips. Durbin drives the lane. He's going to lay it up and in. Durbin has got seven in the ball game. 56-43. Up the floor. Mullet laid it up. No good. Too hard. Rebound. Bailey. Bailey brings it the other way from right to left. Bounce pass. Latea. Left baseline. Three. Missed everything. Rebound taken down by Hosteller. Hosteller brings it up. The center of the floor. Gets it off the mullet. Lays it up with the left hand. Good. Mullet with 18 in the ball game. 58-43. Bears lead it by 15 again. 28 seconds to go in the game. And you can kiss the losing streak goodbye. On the right baseline to Henniger. Knocked out of bounds by Hostetler. Chippewa will keep it. That's a new career high for Adam Mullet. 18 points. Right side Bailey threw up an air ball. Pulled out of the air by Derek Reber. Bears holding on to it. 
Purdy will bring it across the timeline into the front court, and the Bears are going to win it tonight. They have the lead by 15 points here this evening, and they will win the ball game by a final score of 58 to 43. We'll wrap things up from Chippewa after this timeout. Time for a new kitchen or bath? Look no further than Clayzac Kitchen and Bathroom in Apple Creek. With over 20 years of experience in design and installation, Clayzac is a full-service remodeler, adding value to every job while providing extraordinary service. Clayzac Kitchen and Bathroom uses top-quality products from locally-owned suppliers to make your remodel one-of-a-kind. Clayzac will design your project on their 3D computer program. You'll see your finished project before the work begins. Give Clayzac Kitchen and Bathroom a call today, 264-4691. And check us out on Facebook or at Clayzac.com. That's C-L-A-Z-A-K.com. Well, the Bears win it here tonight, 58-43, to breaking their four-game losing streak. The girls broke their five-game losing streak earlier today, so a doubleheader win for Waydale girls and boys basketball. Bears win it tonight, 58-43 over Chippewa. I'm Dave Mitchell. The postgame show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. been listening to an UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears High School Basketball. This game has been brought to you by the Spidel Funeral Hall, Yoder Builders, the Harvest Market in Apple Creek, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, Deb's Dent in Apple Creek, Weaver Custom Homes, Reaver Milk Transport in Apple Creek, Playzac Kitchens, and Troyer Roofing. The star of the game show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important, which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sassi today, 330-830-9760. It's time for the Star of the Game Show, brought to you by Lem's Pizza on the Square in Fredericksburg, celebrating 20 years in business. Order now by calling 695-7111. Now let's go back to the floor for a recap of tonight's game and the presentation of the Star of the Game. Dave Mitchell back at Chippewa High School, where tonight the Bears break their four-game losing streak, and they win it tonight by 15, 58-43. But it didn't start out very well. The Chips broke it open early in the ballgame and led it 10-2 early. Actually, they jumped out on top 10-0. Bears scored two, and at the end of the first quarter, Waynedale had clawed their way back into it, down by 7, 17-10. The Bears outscored Chippewa in the second quarter, 14-9, and they trailed by only two at halftime, 26-24. In that third quarter is where the Bears really made hay. They outscored Chippewa 16-6, and they led it by eight at the end of three, 40-32, and they continued on in the fourth quarter, 18-11, an advantage by the Bears to win it going away, 58-43. The Bears outscored Chippewa in the second half, 34 
to 17. They doubled up on the chips in the second half, and that's the reason they won. Bears break their four-game losing streak. They are now 7-7 seven and seven on the year, 5-4 and four in the conference, while the chips are now 6-8. and eight. They're 1-8 and eight in conference play. We'll check the stats for tonight's ball game and give away our Lem's Pizza start of the game after this timeout. At Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, you can expect a pizza you won't get anywhere else. One of the reasons they're celebrating 20 years in business is they use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. They not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza is open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 1. Open until 9 on Sunday, Monday through Thursday until 10, and Friday and Saturday until 11. It's not just a pizza, it's Lem's Pizza. Call 695-7111. So the Bears win it here tonight by a final of 58-43. to Let's check the stats, first of all, for the Waynedale Golden Bears. They were led by Adam Mullet with 18 points tonight. He had 10 in the second half, 2 of 2 for the line, 6 rebounds tonight, and 2 blocked shots for the big guy in the middle. Derek Reber had 12 points, 2 three-pointers tonight, and he grabbed 5 rebounds in the ball game. 9 points going to Colton Purdy on 3 three-pointers. He had 3 rebounds. Clay Miller had 8 points tonight, and he had 2 three-pointers tonight. He was key and instrumental in the Bears winning this ball game here this evening. Steven Spidell with four points, one of two from the line on a three-pointer and a free throw. Spidell had one rebound tonight. Manny Camacho with two points this evening. Drew Hostetler off the bench had five points, one three-pointer and two rebounds tonight. Playing but not scoring, Brock Holmes and Ryan Weaver and Nate Wade did not play tonight because of that head injury that he received last night when, boy, he hit the floor hard. Bears from the field in the ballgame, 12 of 24 for 50% inside the arc, and outside the arc they were 9 of 20 for 45% here this evening. From the line, the Bears only went to the line four times, and they converted three of those for 75%. They committed 10 fouls, grabbed 20 rebounds, two of them offensive, and committed 18 turnovers in the ballgame. For Chippewa, they were led by Connor Hunsell and Spencer Bailey, each with 10 points in the ballgame. Stephen Rose and Kate Durbin had seven. Alex Latea, five. And Brock Lindeman had two in the ballgame on two of four from the line. Lindeman grabbed five rebounds. Six rebounds were taken down by Ben Epling in the ballgame. Chippewa was seven of ten from the line for 70%. They committed 10 fouls in the contest, grabbed 21 rebounds, one of them offensive. And they had 19 turnovers tonight. The game was tied no times this evening. The lead changed hands just once. Waynedale led it once. Chippewa led it once. And that was it. Waynedale wins it by 15, 53-48. We'll give away the Lens Pizza star of the game. After this final timeout, 2016 marks the 20th year in business for Lem's Pizza. Lem's not only offers the best in pizza, but also subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Lem's Pizza, on the square in Fredericksburg. Open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 1. Open until 9 on Sundays, Monday through Thursday until 10, and Friday and Saturday until 11. Order now by calling 695. I love it when it's this easy to give away the Lem's Pizza star of the game, and it is tonight because the big guy in the middle, I took credit for his free throw shooting earlier in the year. I'm going to take credit for this tonight because we had him on the pregame show. Adam Mullet 
is the winner of our Lem's Pizza star of the game here tonight. Adam ended up with 18 points, 2 of 2 from the line here this evening, 6 rebounds and 2 block shots. A complete game for the big man in the middle, Adam Mullet, the senior center, wins the Lem's Pizza star of the game. He receives a certificate for a large 2-item pizza free from Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Well, as always, it's a pleasure to come over here to Chippewa and do a ball game with Drew Conyers, who helps you out all the time, and Lee Foster. Our thanks to Chris Lapish of the Waynedale Golden Bears and Kevin Stacy here tonight. Our thanks to Adam Mullet for being our pregame show, to Bill Knopfinger for taking the photography, Mandy Wanzik for posting everything on Facebook, to Greg Mitchell for producing tonight's program, but most of all, our thanks to you for listening and, of course, to our sponsors for helping out here tonight. Doubleheader sweep by the Bears. The ladies won earlier this afternoon by the final score over the Smithville Smithies by... 11 points, 57 to 46, and the Bear Boys win here tonight over the Chips, 58 to 43. They are now 7 and 7 on the year, and the next outing for the Bears will be on Friday night at home against Smithville. Our next broadcast game will be on Thursday night when the girls will play at Hillsdale. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again your final score here this evening from Chippewa. It was Waynedale 58, Chippewa 43 until Thursday night from Hillsdale. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to the Star of the Game Show, brought to you by Lem's Pizza, on the square in Fredericksburg. Order now by calling 695-7111. Join us after every game for the Star of the Game Show, and join us next time for Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. This has been an Ultimate Sports Talk Internet Radio presentation.